something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studio in Lake Wales, Florida, home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Our host was devoted to the science of bowling lane maintenance, and for more than 20 years, he was the PBA Tours Lane Maintenance Director. The Phantom has gained worldwide industry recognition as one of the foremost experts on the subject of lane maintenance. And now, like every Wednesday, well, he's here again with yet another interesting guest or topic that will make you think about the world's number one participation sport, bowling. And hey, don't forget, now the Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club is here. The Phantom, well, he'll fill you youngsters in. So, Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, The Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. Well, Phantom fans, this week's guest is a man that I have known and respected for well over 40 years. He is talented in so many ways that we really don't have time to mention everything that he's done. But for starters, he's the only man that I know who has a college degree in bowling lane management. And besides being one of the most knowledgeable lane men I ever met, he has managed several bowling centers. Him and his wife have owned and operated two bowling centers, and he has visited over 30 countries promoting bowling. Later, he became the national marketing manager for Brunswick, and he was the director of the league and tournament development for Valero after Brunswick was sold in 2014. Then in 2019, he became the PBA member services director, including the PBA junior program. All right, Pards, uh, for those who don't know you by now, I'm sure they do. We're going to have you on several times because you possess a lot of information that we are interested in here at Phantom Radio. So, bowling fans, here's my friend, Mike Sleds. Hello, Mike, and welcome to the show. Hello, Phantom, and thank you so much for having me. And and I just I just do want to say that um, I I've learned so much from you throughout the years. I, I appreciate the intro and everything like that, but. Uh, when you talk about lane maintenance expertise, uh, the phantom hits the top of the list. And there was so much I, I appreciated and enjoyed our working together for so many years. It was a lot of fun, and I appreciate the friendship and being able to be on the show. Well, my friend, it was a mutual deal as far as learning. I think we learned a lot from each other. And uh, those are the dark days uh, of the PBA, actually. It was the starting days, pretty much so, but uh, yeah. I wouldn't say it was really dark. It was just a long time ago, and it's a, it's a blessing just to still be alive and talking to you, my friend. But, hey, Mike, I've got so much to talk with you about. I don't know really where to start, but let's start with this. What are your responsibilities as the director of PBA membership? So it a lot it covers a lot of different things. There's a lot of different hats I wear. Basically, I oversee the membership 
service a department, well, department for membership. Um, and, and I handle like player agreements with individual sponsors, uh, jersey approvals, uh, bowling ball. I work with, uh, with Neil Stremmel for bowling ball clearances, uh, a lot of different hats with that. But, but my most favorite part that I oversee, uh, which hopefully we'll talk a lot about today, is, is the youth bowlers and PBA Junior. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have that back in my day, but uh, I really welcome it because they're our future. And uh, if we don't cultivate them properly, we're going to be in real serious trouble. But how did the PBA Junior program get started in the first place? So it, it, interesting story. Um, so it, it, we, we actually launched it during the pandemic, which, you know, when you look back at it, you think, wow, that's a crazy move. But um, I, I was furloughed during that, that height of the pandemic in, in 2020. And when I came back was when I became full-time with the PBA and Coley, who was our CEO at the time, uh, I came back on June 1st and we had a conference call that morning and she said, welcome back, Mike. And oh, by the way, uh, we're launching this PBA junior program and we'd like you to have a national championships by August. And I, I said, August of which year? And she said, August of this year. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, okay. Um, and, and we pulled it off. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, you know, some of the places were starting to open up already. So we strategically picked our five locations for our national championships at that year. Uh, we were able to pull off all the tournaments. They went with success. We had great uh, attendance, crowned a national champion. Uh, and then going into 2021, we decided, hey, you know, let's roll out a regional program, a regional tournament program. Uh, for the kids, which we did. Um, and we ended up the first year, we had 11 tournaments across the country. Uh, a good success with those. Uh, so then going into last year, we decided to expand. And one of the things that we found out when we expanded was that uh, there's a lot of youth tournaments out there. And uh, we are not in competition with other youth tournaments. I want to say that from the beginning. I mean, it, the, our whole purpose for PBA Junior is to grow, develop youth bowlers, give them an opportunities to compete at a high level, and and obviously earn some scholarship dollars towards towards furthering their education. So when we found out all about all these other tournaments, I, I sort of took a, a back seat and looked and said, hey, we're not in competition with these guys. We need to figure out how to work with them. We'd try to schedule a tournament. We'd find out there's a tournament going on here. We'd have to move a date, everything like that. So uh, that's how we decided to roll out the PBA Junior Affiliate Program, which was launched this year. And we've scaled back uh, the number of our tournaments as well. All right, cool. You know, I'm so happy to hear this thing because, like I say, they're the future, and uh, that's what we need. So, as I mentioned in the opening, we're not going to have time to talk about everything that you do with the PBA and everything that they're doing. But uh, if you could, can you give us the PBA website information? Uh, I know there's a lot more on there that we're going to be able to touch today. Sure. It's just simply PBA.com. Uh, and when you go to PBA.com, there is a lot of information, like you said. Uh, you know, there's our national tour. There's player resources. Our PBA League Bowler Certification Program is located there. So there's a lot of information. But PBA.com is the main website you go to. And when you get there, you'll be able to find everything that we're talking about. Beautiful. All right. Here's another one for you. How does the PBA Junior Program help bowlers transition to college and collegiate bowling? Well, great question, Lenny. And the time of this is sort of perfect because uh, when the time this airs, we're going to be uh, announcing 
a new partnership. And uh, so, so we're sort of giving you Phantom the scoop here. But that was one of the things that, you know, I've had, I've had two boys that played sports, grew up, looked to get collegiate scholarships, different things like that. And one of the things that was very daunting to me as a parent was, how do I do this? How do I prepare for college? How do I select a college where I can not only get an education, but I can continue competing in the sport that I love? And, and with bowling, it's a little bit more difficult because one of the things that the industry has had an issue with over the last few years is promoting the fact that kids, when they start bowling, can earn scholarship money. I've always said the fact that, you know, uh, little Johnny who goes and plays youth baseball on Saturday mornings or whatever and starts playing baseball at age 10, you know, he doesn't earn any scholarship money, but a kid that, that joins a junior league on Saturday can earn smart money towards college at the youngest age. We don't promote that enough. So, um, you know, a couple components that, you know, we're trying to prepare these kids for college. Then you got all the smart money. How do you pick a college to go to? So one of the things that we've done, and we're going to be partnering with uh, a, a new company out there called Recruit Us, it's Recruit US, uh, and they're going to be the official collegiate recruiting partner for PBA Junior. So there's going to be a lot of benefits for PBA Junior parents and the kids in assisting them with trying to find what college they can go to, uh, having college coaches be able to watch them compete, watch them bowl, uh, recruit them, uh, to get all the information they need so that they can further their education and compete in bowling when they move on from high school. That is awesome. Oh, right. So, you know, I, I mentioned earlier about some of the things you do. We also work closely with the Bolero Centers. Um, since Bolero now owns the PBA, if you would, tell us how are the youth bowling and leagues doing at those Bolero Centers? So you mentioned something earlier, Lenny, about, you know, the youth being our, our future. And, you know, this is great when you look at tournaments that are going across the country for these highly competitive youth bowlers, you know, Storm, Storm Youth Championships, Teen Masters, Junior Gold, you know, Deandra's Elite Bowlers Tour, you know, they're tapping into that high level of youth bowlers. But these bowlers have to come from somewhere. And those are the, you know, what we knew as the Saturday morning youth programs. But again, industry-wide, uh, there's an issue. That farm system, we're not promoting it enough. It's 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 struggling. When you look at uh, membership for youth bowlers, it's struggling. And, uh, you know, so uh, the smart proprietors out there are trying to figure out how do we get the kids in the door and get them in leagues. And one of the things we did at Bolero is, is we actually hired uh, a person, Dickie Ward. I'm, I, I'm sure you've heard the name. He's very involved with youth bowling, running youth tournaments. And uh, he, all he does is promote and recruit youth leagues for our 300-plus centers. So he works with the general managers about how do I get a youth director? How do I put a youth league together? How, what should my youth league look like? How can I introduce these kids to smart scholarships? How can I introduce these kids to tournament play? Um, so we've actually hired people that specifically their focus is on growing the youth side of our sport. Awesome. All right. So a little bit more information is needed about one thing. Uh, you talked about the college scholarships and the SMART program, and you touched on that. There's more information on your website, I'm sure. But uh, what are some of the benefits that the youth bowlers who become a PBA junior member? So great question, Phantom. Um, 
So we, we have two levels of membership. And the kids that join, they don't have to compete in tournaments. They can just become a PBA junior member. So we have our basic membership and our premium membership. Our basic membership and the premium membership, they both get, uh, once they sign up, they get uh, some PBA swag. They get a baseball cap, water bottle, uh, bag tag, bowling towel, things like that. Um, the additional benefits they get is they, uh, as a PBA member, whether they're basic or premium, they get discounts in competing in tournaments. So if they choose to compete in one of our PBA junior events, uh, they get a 30% discount. So uh, that helps them. So if you're even if you join at the basic level and you compete in two tournaments, you've basically paid for your membership with the discounts that you receive with the membership. On the premium side of things, uh, the benefits obviously get bigger. Uh, the bowlers also get a PBA Junior High Five jersey from um, from High Five. They get uh, discounted practice rates at our Bolero centers or any of the PBA uh, certified practice centers. So they can go and compete and play and practice at, at a discounted rate. Uh, with our new partnership with Recruit Us, they'll get a 10% discount on the Recruit Us uh, membership if they decide to join that. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of different benefits that they get as, a, as they get up to that junior premium membership level as well. Cool. All right, I got a question. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than a junior bowler, so I can't play. I can't. <laughs> I can't sign up for you, but you know, when I was back in the day with the PBA, they had an associate membership. Uh, if you didn't want to compete, but you wanted to help, is there an associate prob uh, program that you might have there that uh, maybe I can join just to be a supporter of your, uh, and your, your enterprises that you got going on? Lenny, we'll talk offline. I will get you a membership, my buddy. Uh, but I, I'm talking about other people, parents, even uh, anybody that's interested oh. that could possibly help you out by just uh, uh, getting a card that doesn't allow you to bowl, just a supporter. That's a great question. And uh, one of the things that we are looking at is is doing something like that. Again, I mentioned my two boys in high school. I was I was president of our athletic booster club for nine years while they went through high school. And um you know, we had what we call the booster membership, right? Yep. Uh, where, you know, you're always recruiting volunteers and you're always recruiting help and things like that. But what about the parents that can't because they work different shifts or whatever? How could they do that? So we had a booster membership. So we are looking at different levels where the parents can help out and, and do different things like that as well. Cool. That's a great idea. I love it. Uh, the PBA really kind of survived on the associate memberships for a while back in the 70s. But, uh, all right, here's one. Are there any changes planned to the junior tournaments this year that we haven't talked about yet? Yes, again, Lenny, one of the things that I always say about the PBA junior, especially on the tournament side, is we're always, it's a very fluid organization because um, for, another thing I want to say is, again, I, I've, I've helped with a lot of sports with my kids. Bowling parents are the best. They're absolutely the best. And I, I, I love when I go to these tournaments. I, I love interacting with the parents. I solicit feedback. And each year that we've rolled out our regional tournament program, we've made changes based on what we've heard from the parents and from the kids. Last year, for example, um, one of the things that we heard was we, we would have qualifying on Saturday, for example, then make a cut. And then the kids would return on Sunday that made the cut. And, you know, so there was a lot of parents that said, look, you know, if we're going to come travel to this tournament, 
it would be nice if we could be guaranteed that we're bowling both days. So we made a change this year so that we have qualifying both on Saturday and Sunday. We don't make the cut till Sunday's qualifying finishes. You know, we've made changes instead of the traditional uh, where we cut from qualifying to match play to step ladder. Uh, this year we made a change to a little bit more exciting program that we've actually done in the adult regional tournaments is when we make that cut, uh, we go to a uh, two-game elimination bracket round. Uh, it's a little bit more exciting, gives the kids a little bit more opportunity. They have a bad first game, they come back second game and, and, and actually advance. So, so we've rolled that out and made those changes as well. So again, very fluid. I always appreciate feedback. I, I talk to a lot of parents a lot of times, and uh, we're always willing to listen and, and make changes to, to make the tournaments more fun for the kids. Yeah, you know, doing a little bit of research uh, for this interview, I found a little something that was uh, informative to me, and I don't know if anybody besides me knows about this because it's it's small to a degree, but I think it's really large to you. So. Can you tell us about the Junior Ambassador Program? One of the things, and, and a lot of other programs do this, where they, they designate certain youth bowlers that are sort of ambassadors for their program. And, and again, this year we decided to roll out our PBA Junior Ambassador Program. Uh, our first ambassador that we rolled out was uh, Bella Love Castillo from Texas. And, and what we're looking, in, looking for with these kids is those kids that exemplify the dedication to the sport. They help promote the sport. They compete. They want to learn. So those that exemplify the values that we're looking for in PBA junior members and then eventually PBA members, those are the kids that we're looking for. There's no application. Uh, we just sort of look for those players that we feel that, hey, this kid is, is really, really good and we want to elevate them to that. So our first one was Bella. Uh, our second one was Josh Weems from Chicago. Our third was Brady McDonough from Texas. Uh, who's the storm science bowling kid, which it, the kid's incredibly smart. It's, it's really funny. Uh, and then also a plug for Bella, because what Bella did uh, after we announced her as our first ambassador, we invited her to the uh, Jimmy Allen challenge, that special event that we had with the PBA players and Jimmy Allen, the country singer. And uh, there was a celebrity clash and we invited her to participate in it. She ended up winning it. And it was, uh, it was great. It was great for her. Uh, it was great for youth bowling, so we were really happy to see that. Uh, our fourth ambassador that uh, was just announced a couple week weekends ago was uh, Caitlin Abagania from California, out near your neck of the woods. You probably know Caitlin. Uh, and then we just also recently, uh, Landon Jordan from the Chicago area, uh, who was our PBA Junior uh, U18 Boys National Champion in 2022. So we've got five ambassadors, and again, we 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 look for them to – you know, lead the other youth bowlers to, for the other youth bowlers to look up to these kids, the way they approach the game, the way they dedicate themselves to practice, competing, and then also promoting the game because they're out there on social media, promoting bowling and different things like that. Yeah. You know, you mentioned Caitlin. Um, I saw her picture on a Facebook page. Nice looking girl. She's a great bowler. I wanted to get her on the show because we haven't had enough, uh, junior bowlers on our show, but we're going to start having them. So I, I looked into her, tried to find her, and I ended up finding out that uh, they lived in San Diego, and I tracked down her, her phone number, and I called, and I was talking to her dad, and he goes, who's this? You know, and I told him, and he says, well, I, I don't know you. And I says, well, I'm a disc jockey, blah, blah, blah. And so we talked for about a half an hour, 
And he says, well, I'll tell her that you called, blah, blah. So about three days later, he called me back and he says, you know, I, 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 I talked to Mark Baker. And he says, you're all right. I talked to Tom Clark. He says, you're all right. He says, I had to look into you a little bit because uh, there's a lot of guys calling my, up for my daughter. He said, I wasn't going to give out a lot of information. <laughs> so he was very protective of her. And he was just a super gentleman. And he kind of told me that if any guy messed around or anything, he was an ex-Marine. He was still in good shape. So <laughs> he, he laid the law out right away. Uh, what a good man he was. And I'm going to meet him in person, you know, uh, again. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I've been in this game now over 60 years. And I've uh, been watching it grow. And I've been watching it fall back to some degree. And. Uh, I hate it when there, a lot of bowling centers had closed down and membership uh, failed a little bit. And I started looking around about a year ago and saying, what the heck's going on? And I visited a lot of bowling centers, and I broke it down to four entities. There's open play, uh, there's the senior leagues, and then there's regular leagues, and then the juniors, and I'm pretty sure that the only one that's really growing a lot is the juniors. Uh, I've been involved now in a couple of tournaments with the kids, and one of them was at Hoosier Classic back in Indianapolis. I went back there, and I didn't know what was going to go on, but uh, I'm watching the people come in, and I'm seeing people with ladders. I'm going, what the heck's all this? And when they started bowling, I had to go down from one end to the other. I couldn't get to the other end because they were five and six and seven deep. And I looked back, and here's all these parents that had ladders in the back row being able to look over the crowd to see their kids. I mean, there's a thousand people in this bowling center. Yeah, I'll tell you, the, the junior bowling is on the uprise, and therefore we started uh, thinking about doing something for the kids because there's not enough done as far as I'm concerned. And we're going to be starting a junior bowling club ourselves here at Phantom Radio. We're not going to do tournaments. All we're going to do is get bowlers interested, kids, a free thing. They sign up, and we're going to have some juniors on. We're going to have the pros on talking about tips for the kids. Uh, we're going to highlight some junior bowlers, uh, their, their accomplishments, and we're just getting it started. So uh, down the road somewhere, I'm sure – uh, since we're not even going to be anything close to being competition with you, Mike, we're going to call on you to, to work with us, uh, not to have you help us, but just to go exchange ideas, have you on the show, let us know what's going on, because we might be that feeder pro program for you, because you got that feeder program for the colleges and the pros. So it could work hand in hand is what I'm thinking. Oh, I, I'm in total agreement. And anything that we can do to help promote it, uh, we're going to be starting a regular communication piece with our uh, with our PBA Junior Club members, and I we can include that information in every one. Uh, we can definitely work together. As I mentioned before, we're not in competition with anyone for youth bowlers. We're just trying to grow the sport because, you know, again, it, it, we want them to bowl in the pros. We want them to bowl leagues. Uh, you know, it, it, it's going to benefit everyone. So. I'm, I'm in total agreement. We, anything we can do to help, we'll be there. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. You know, it's good to have relationships that you built up over the years. And uh, I remember talking with Tom Clark when he was just a, a magazine guy back in Florida someplace. He was a, 
the golf and tennis guy, and then he got involved in bowling, and he's come a long way. I, I respect him. He, he's hung in there through thick and thin, and I'm so happy he's got you because I know the kind of love you have for, for this darn sport. Uh, you've, you've given your life, your, your blood and everything else for it. <laughs> I remember one time uh, when I first met you, we were going to meet together the next morning down at the lanes, and it was so long ago, I don't remember exactly the place. And normally when you meet with somebody, you know, seven or eight in the morning, uh, have breakfast, and you said, okay, what time? I said, four o'clock. And you go, okay, we'll be there. And so you and your partner, you were there like 3.30 with donuts and coffee. I mean, you were ready to roll morning, <laughs> noon, and night. So that was the first thing I respected you for. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Lenny, I have to tell you, I, I still do the donuts and coffee. Um, John Weber, uh, I've spoiled him because every time I'm at a tournament with John Weber, I'm the one walking in with the coffee and the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. You were never bashful about that. In fact, I think I owe you about 40 cups of coffee, maybe, <laughs> maybe 60 donuts. So I can't wait to get back together with you again, Parts. But, you know, uh, I just got to tell you, say this before we close. I'm going to give you the last word, but I got to put this in here. Uh, the old clock on the wall does tell us we're, we're out of time, and we look forward to talking to all of you again next week when we have another great guest to talk to, just like Mike. But we want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling and Brad Edelman from the High Rollers and Dave Kowalski, the bowling guru from Michigan. He was just uh, recently inducted into the Coaches Bowling Hall of Fame. He's also on our staff here uh, at the Phantom Radio Junior Bowlers Club that we're starting actually officially next Wednesday. They'll be able to sign up. I'm going to have a notice on Facebook. Uh, we've been getting a lot of response already. Uh, we're going to have charter members and all that kind of stuff, but there'll be more information as we go along. But I do want to mention my staff. Uh, you probably know one of them at least. That's Brian Hirsch. He's been involved in a lot of it, things. He's a young guy and his son's a bowler and all that, but uh, also Sam Villarreal. Sam is uh, that artist guy you see all over the place. He, he draws these unbelievable pictures that are unreal. And also Dave, Dave Kowalski, he's, uh, he's a guy from Michigan. He tells me there's 7,000 junior bowlers up there in Michigan, so there's no question why he's in the Hall of Fame. He, he promotes bowling morning, noon, and night. And he used to be one heck of a bowler, so we're happy to have that kind of a staff. But uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, Mike, for a minute or two. Say whatever you want to say, and then I'm going to look forward to talking to you again soon. Well, thank you, sir. And I, first of all, again, just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity. Um, I've listened to the show ever since it came out, and I always wonder, like, what do I have to do to get on Lenny's show? <laughs> so, so I, I, I appreciate it. Um, I, I appreciate the fact that you reached out that you want to work together with the youth bowlers. Uh, we can do anything we can to make it grow with you. Uh, I'm looking forward to that uh, and, and, and reuniting and being able to work together. I, I, people you mentioned on your staff, I know a lot of them. Uh, and I, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And I, I appreciate everything you do. Uh, for growing the sport and especially now with with starting the the phantom radio junior club uh you know anything we can do to help promote it uh we're, we're more than happy to do one last thing i do want to mention i'm going to be heading out to the tournament of champions this coming week 
and uh, we're going to be taping the PBA Junior National Championship Finals at the TOC, and it's going to air on Fox on FS1 on Saturday, March 25th at 7.30 p.m. Um, we're going to have the top two championship matches for the boys and the girls, and we're also doing a doubles fun competition where the top two girls will pair with PWBA and PBA members, and the top two boys will pair, pair with PBA members. Uh, in a fun doubles competition. It's always been a great show. It's always done really well in the weight rating. So I invite everybody to take a gander at it and watch it. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And again, thank you, sir. Well, thank you, Mike. You know, um, <laughs> I got a, one more thing I want to close with. And uh, usually I say, well, you know, continued best of luck and, and success and all that and keep up the good work. I don't have to say work to you. I know how hard you work. You're the hardest working guy in the industry. I'm pretty sure of that. And so we're going to have you on often. I'm positive about that. So Phantom fans, for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled And you need some love and care And nothing Oh, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon